What's up, people? It's Trevor Probant with the uh, Land Investing Dirt Road to Wealth podcast. Sorry, been out a little while. Uh, also, sorry that I yawned too much on these. Uh, had had that mentioned several times the past couple of weeks. Anyway, want to touch base with y'all. Kind of, uh, we'll do a couple of these podcasts today. Um, one of them is going to be about uh, what we did last Saturday. Now, this past Saturday, but Saturday before last, I guess. Um, we uh, was able to meet up and uh, network and talk to a lot of other land investors at the uh, the uh, Casual Fridays REI uh, one day land investing event. Um, was able to present a large uh, ranch deal that we've uh, been working on and got to meet a lot of awesome, awesome people. It's uh, land businesses. You know, the cool thing about it is it's virtual and, you know, you don't have to see the property. You don't have to go to it. You don't have to deal with contractors all day, every day. You don't have to do all that stuff. But the bad side is, is, you know, you feel like you're on an island and you're all by yourself and, you know, all alone and no one cares about you. And, you know, the sellers are mean and the buyers are cheap and all this other stuff. So it was really good to to meet a lot of folks and, and uh and and to understand where everybody's at and where they're coming from and you know we had some relative newbies we had some guys that are doing some crazy crazy cool stuff um and everything in between so it was it was awesome um you know the the nice thing about what justin and adam do is they do a lot of stuff that is not the norm what you're going to learn anywhere else the jack bosch is the jack and jill's the Podolsky stuff, things like that. Like that's not what we do. Obviously, their their course is is kind of the tipping point into that. Um, with the uh, the land flipping br- blueprint, uh, which is really the only course that I kind of endorse one way or the other. But um, it's cheaper than all the other ones, and there's no BS and no upsells or anything else like that. But um, the the cool thing about it is we we had a lot of really big discussions coming about you know forcing appreciation um working with brokers working with entitlements um i mean there was some awesome awesome stuff and unfortunately i actually had to leave at noon so i did not even get to see mike marshall and those guys talk about the crazy entitlement processes that you can do with you know so you got a lot or you got even a building you can take and force appreciation through just new entitlements or new zonings, things like that, in which I'm super excited about learning about I, that, that right there, I think is, is not everybody just going to sit in mail. Not everyone's going to just, you know, throw it out there and see what happens. It was really, really cool to talk to a lot of these folks that are doing a lot of neat stuff. Um, good people through and through uh, a lot of Texans, but there was also a lot of folks from, I think they had somebody flying from Hawaii for one day. Um, hopefully it was definitely worth it to, to everyone. Um, really, really enjoyed talking to, to other smart people about what they're doing and how they're doing it. So, um, again, if, if, you know, the whole land deal is, you know, if you've listened to some of these podcasts and this whole land deal is something that you kind of want to get into. Um, again, I don't sell any courses or anything else like that. I love talking to y'all and I've talked to several of y'all about, you know, where you're at and where you want to go and, and things like that. But you know, if you want a real course, that really turns the crank for you and things like that. I would probably do the, uh, land flipping pr- blueprint with, uh, 
Adam Southey and Justin Sleva, they seem like, well, they do know their stuff. Hell, we're doing a big deal right now and make another offer on another multi-million dollar deal here real quick. So, um, anyway, just just kind of wanted to kind of want to give a, a little bit of a wrap up. You know, don't don't feel like you you're alone in this thing. You know, um, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of land folks around you. There's probably not going to be a lot of uh, compared to like houses and hell, even apartment buildings and things like this. There's not going to be a lot, whole lot of land folks probably in your neck of the woods. And it's always, always good to talk to folks and understand and, and cuss and discuss and things like that. Um, you know, we all want to be an open book. We all want to, uh, to make each other better. Only thing is, is we get, um, you know, sometimes, sometimes we get pigeonholed into this is how we do it. There's nothing wrong with that when you first get started, but as you progress and move on um, and start playing by big boy rules and big boy properties, uh, something to really think about. So just just want to kind of give the first four or five minutes to talk about that. Uh, like I said, it was a fantastic meeting. Um, really, really good people. Like I said, I just wish I could have stayed. I had to end up heading, going to Wyoming and, and everything. And that's that's kind of the second part of this is, you know, um, went to Wyoming on a archery elk hunt DIY buddy of mine drove in from Florida. He's a crazy study. Didn't even have a tag. Um, and now, you know, when, when you're hunting elk in the deep, dark timber and they're not bugling, there's lots of downtime and we're sitting there and throughout the middle of the day, it's too hot. Most of the elk aren't running around and bugling and doing anything like that. They're all sleeping, especially when you have a full moon and they spend all night running around. Um, the i was sitting there at the at a elk wallow and you can google google elk wallow and it's just it's just like these areas that these bull elk come into and that are wet that they use to uh to roll around in and cool off and that's that's a that's a big deal for them um as far as uh like i said as far as cooling off and uh Ooh, during during the hot hot time of the day, and so you just you just kind of sit there and you just hope and pray that some something shows up, right? And it's not a great strategy, but you know it's I guess it's better than nothing. And so I started thinking about the, the similarities between you know sitting on a wallow and investing in land, and you're like, what the hell are you talking about, Trevor? But hear me out. Um, it's there's a little there's there's a way you know an elk hunting not just sitting on a wall but elk hunting right and there there's people that are successful doing both ways whether that's sitting on a wall or waiting for you know kind of being set up in an area being ready for it things like that you know uh that would be somebody that's sitting there maybe making offers on on market deals right you know that there's deals out there you know you know you know your area um you, you know where you live, you know where you want to be, you know, and you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to, this is this is my side of the mountain or my playground. I know what the, what the comps are and everything else like that. And what you're going to do is you're going to wait around and hope that some realtor or broker finds a deal and puts it on the multiple listing services or Lands of America or Land Watch one way or other. And then what you're going to do is you're, because you know that the area affords it backwards and you have a game plan or that's entitlement subdivides roads power partnering what you know there's a million different ways to do it right 
those deals can be absolute home runs. And sometimes there's a big six by six that comes into your wallow the very first day or the second day. Maybe the biggest elk of your life and you knock it out of the park. You just hammer them. Right. And sometimes, you know, you know, that school district, you know, that area, hell, maybe, you know, the mayor in town, you come in and, and you set it all up and, and it's, it's a home run, right? It didn't cost you hardly. It didn't cost you any kind of marketing money, but it did cost you some time and effort and knowledge of a market, right? The other side, the side that I usually tend to think about is is more of a run and gun, bugling, uh, running up and down trails and mountain roads with a bugle tube, yelling and screaming, trying to find that one bull that wants to party, that wants to respond and wants to come in. That, in my opinion, is outbound marketing, whether that's text messaging, you know, direct mail, whatever that is. That is where, that's where you're being aggressive. You're out there running around. Um, obviously, you can do both, and I highly suggest you do both. Um, you know, in the early mornings and the late evenings, you know, when you're elk hunting, you run around with a bugle tube and a cow call and all this other stuff, but you know, maybe during the slow times or when you're waiting for mail to go out or whatever, whatever it may be, you know, you're coming out there and you're, you know, sitting on a wallow, learning your own market, making offers on, on market deals in your neck of the woods that you know, well, um, you know, that's the, those are the kind of the things I was just, I know it's kind of dumb, but you know, when you're sitting there for five or six hours waiting and nothing comes in and everything's your mind kind of wanders, even after taking a, a mountainside nap. Um, it's just one of those things where, you know, you can be aggressive and go after it. You can be more passive and let it come to you, but I highly suggest you be, um, more well-rounded, right? Whether that, again, we got text messages, we got mailing, we got cold calling, we got whatever door knocking, you know, if you've got a game plan and you've got this knowledge, you know, um, you know, especially like I said, with a Mike Marshall, you know, you come in and work with his stuff and you can, you can find that, you know, you find a house in some place in California where, you know, the price per square foot is just insane. And you can find a, a little house out there that's beat up, but it's got, you know, it's got zoning for four, you know, uh, residential units, you know, R4. And you can buy that thing for market, knock it down, build onto it and sell a thing and make, you know, $300,000 on one deal. You know, in your neck of the woods, depending on where you're at. Um, you know, maybe you can you can find some areas that you can put in a mobile home, right? There's there's so many different ways to do it. I just I just really really wanted you. I don't know. I just really wanted to talk about that. You need to expand your knowledge. You need to expand how you do things, right? It's okay to send offers to wherever that may be across the country. Say you're in Texas and you want to send offers in Colorado. You're in Colorado, you want to send offers in North Carolina. That's awesome. But do not forget about your own backyard. That's something that no one ever talks about. You know, there's no super secret magical counties or areas or towns or, you know, anything like that. What you need, though, is you need deal flow. You know, that's that's something that we've talked about. Now, again, I... I've cold called, I've made offers on, on market deals. I've done a bunch of stuff, but my favorite still is to send 
you know, send mail, mass quantities allows you scalability and allows people to really look at it and think about it before they contact you, which is, which is kind of what I enjoy. But anyway, just, just want to touch base with everybody again, say, you know, if you, if you're looking at really getting serious about this, I think it's like a couple thousand bucks, you know, get a hold of Adam or Justin and believe me, it's definitely money well spent. And the cool thing is, is like I said, these guys are doing it all day, every day. They know exactly what they're doing, doing multi-million dollar deals, doing small deals, doing all of it. So touch base with them and try to maybe get on the books, you know, next year with, uh, with the, uh, with the live event. I don't know. I don't know how often they're, they're going to be doing it, but give those guys a call, talk to them, you know, uh, obviously you can get a hold of me too. Um, 940-736-8797. Uh, that's my phone number. If, if you want to, if you want to talk about stuff, you got some deals potentially going or, or one way or other, um, feel free to give me a shout. Like I said, we, it may be something where I can buy it from you, partner from you, or just help you, you know, anything we can do, uh, make it a win-win situation in, in the world, right? There's, there's plenty of abundance out there. Um, even as land gets a little more competitive, uh, we've, we've got to think about a different ways of doing things. So anyway, uh, have a wonderful, wonderful, uh, week and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks.